0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raven On Game of Thrones podcast for season seven, episode three. And my God, Stu, I just did an actual proper intro. You really did. Hooray!
1: That's fantastic.
0: To give everyone the background, we just started the podcast. I then had a massive brain aneurysm and screwed it all up. So I just said to Stu, we have to restart. But don't worry, you didn't miss anything. As I said... It was literally a verbal aneurysm. <laughs> How are you, Stu?
1: I'm excellent, Natalie. And are, you,
0: are you excited? I just... I'm, I'm sorry. I just interrupted. I'm very excited. You. No, no, no. I'm now all too hyped up to <laughs> be making sense.
1: It's quite all right. Like it's an exciting episode. We had a really. It was a really good, interesting episode. Um, lots of stuff happened, but there was a lot of uh, talking in it as talky, well. Talky, so talky, talky. Yeah, lots of talky stuff. Talky, so. talky.
0: I loved that about it. They, <laughs> I felt like the scenes had. Time to breathe. Lots yeah, which of... I did
1: not expect this season because, like, you do see like a lot of stuff happen in mm. this episode. A lot of pieces were moved around again. Mm-hmm. The show is rocketing along, and yet we are still getting these big, long scenes of just characters sashing up against each other, and it's it's really, really good.
0: Jon Snow met Danny.
1: Jon Snow met Danny. How good is that? Was
0: it everything you wanted? <laughs>
1: It was honestly probably what I would have should have expected out of two of the, the lowest energy characters in the in the show being Aww. in a room together. Aww. I mean, you know, I, I, I loved it. I, I really did. I genuinely did love seeing them sort of bounce off each other, like their Danny's sort of imperiousness and John's no nonsense sort of northern. There uh, are White
0: Walkers coming.
1: That's it. Yeah. It's really We the don't only have time for any down. of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Everything else is just child's play.
1: That's it. Um, seeing those two bounce off against each other. Having said that, Kid Harrington and uh and uh, Amelia Clark are two of the lowest energy actors on the show. So it did make for a strange dynamic where they're sort of oh, okay, like here they here they both are.
0: But you don't want Jon Snow to be high energy.
1: No, I know. You want him to be more brooding intensity.
0: He literally Stood on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. Looked and then, out over
0: the sea. And then
1: Tyrion just came along and hung a big lampshade on it. Like, oh, it was fantastic.
0: It was so good. It was... Uh, I, I, uh, I needed a cigarette after that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even smoke. All right. Well, let's... Um, we're three episodes in, which means we're almost halfway through the season.
1: Yeah. N- next episode it will be the halfway point. That's the, that's the point. Well, ballpark. we will have been yeah.
0: just over halfway. Well,
1: that's right. It's, it's the midpoint. It's right the middle there. episode. It's, it's right there. in the right in the center.
0: So, let's uh do our little trick that we've been doing trick. Our little memory <laughs> test, I should say, <laughs> which we now start. We go what we do is we put a minute on the stopwatch and we try to write down everything we remember about the episode we just yes. saw. And then what we've been, what's been happening for the last well, 3. The now. last 3 episodes, times, yeah. So <laughs> we've gone We've gone, okay, ready to hit the go button. Oh, God, I just forgot everything that happened. Yes, I can't think
1: of a single thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm 17 years old again and taking final exams in high school. Oh, no. It's
0: blank. It's a massive blank. <laughs> um, and what happened then is that we we started making jokes about a particular phrase that Euron Greyjoy <laughs> utters to Cersei, you might know the one, and then all, all we could think of was bot stuff, bot stuff, bot stuff. Bot stuff. <laughs>
1: Which, look, so let's be honest, isn't that different from what been our normal tenor, tenor of conversation, but you know, it's uh, it, it did sort of yes. take over the thinking for a we, bit.
0: We do sit in the toilet humour level of, <laughs> of the podcast world. Yes, absolutely. It's not highbrow so much as very low, <laughs> lowbrow. Um, it's such a lowbrow, it's basically a beard. Uh, well, let's do, I think... I went first last week, so I think it's your turn to go first again this week. So lay it on me. What did you get out in a minute? All
1: right, so not much because also I should point out that we both had malfunctioning pens. Yes, like we literally couldn't write.
0: And I didn't hit the stop timer (laughs) properly, so then I had to sort of restart. It's been it's been a
1: whole journey, guys. (laughs) We've been through a whole journey. Um, We've come out the other side. (laughs) It's a hell of a day.
0: Like literally, Stu came here, I made dinner, we were having a very nice, calm chat, and all absolutely. of a sudden it comes to podcast time. <laughs> just
1: everything, I'm surprised things haven't started falling off walls. I'm like a it's mess.
0: Just <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm just so excited about Game of Thrones.
1: Absolutely. Well, look, I did get a few things down. Now, first, first up, because we had just talked about <laughs> it, I did write down Euron's shocking call. Um,
0: See, that's more sophisticated know. than what I
1: said. Yes.
0: Which was... But stuff. <laughs> but stuff. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Um, I'm so glad my mother doesn't listen to this. <laughs> oh, except my mother apparently has bought a box set of Game of Thrones.
1: I heard about this. yeah. because I'm she watched a
0: couple of episodes on a flight.
1: Right. Thought that's for me.
0: Well, she told me that she wanted to see more because she saw the episode where there was a um, a sad queen who died or something like that. Anyway, she quoted the sequences of events that I have no recollection of happening in Game of Thrones. Right. I do not know what is, she was talking about. Has
1: she found a different series? Like is she no, so, is she's she watching not, like the Borgias or no, something? No, no, no.
0: I don't <laughs> I don't think so. She watched it on a plane and you have to select, you know, you have to be very deliberate about what you select on a plane. Yes. Like yeah, you're yeah. touching screen. So she would have clicked. But like how she Thrones. has she
1: found a show that she thought was Game of Thrones but is actually the Pillars of the Earth or something?
0: Well, no, we, I, we've we watched The Pillars of the Earth. Okay, so I think right. she's seen that one. But the um, I, I just think that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. I mean, what is it Sherlock Holmes says? Once you've eliminated <laughs> the impossible, whatever is left, however improbable, maybe she's picked the, the wrong thing. But I don't, she seemed fairly adamant that she had watched Game of Thrones, but then right. sort of recounted this series of events that I'm like. Look, I look. I could be wrong, Mum, but I feel I've watched this show quite closely. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, my memory is not that great. We've established this. But I feel like I would recall like a queen who died and something, something. Well, she
1: didn't accidentally watch like season three or something, did she? And she's like just seen The Red Wedding or something like that. You
0: know what? It could, that Maybe that's it?
1: But that's pretty late in the season too. Like she would have had to start. have but started at but some no, random no, no. point. This
0: is the thing. That's what she said she did. She just randomly picked... Some episodes to watch. And then, on the basis of that, has gone, you know what, gonna go start from the beginning. That
1: is, that is like personally offensive to me. <laughs> just as as a nerd who has mild OCD, like, like just the idea of just randomly jumping in on an episode of a, of a TV series is like just it makes several physical ticks start yeah, up.
0: Well, for people <laughs> at home, Stu is literally clenching his hand. <laughs> It sort of looks like he's had a sudden onset of arthritis. Yes. He's so clenched. <laughs> Look, I'll tell my mum that that's what you think. Yes,
1: tell her I extremely disapprove <laughs> of her viewing style.
0: I, th- I don't know. I, th- I feel like she just watched some airplane entertainment and on the back of that, it was just my dad telling me, oh, your mother's gone and bought this Game sort of Thrones. Of... She's going to watch it all. I'm not allowed in the room. Okay? <laughs> Look, to be fair, that there's is, so much sex and, and weird stuff that I'm kind of glad if you're not allowed On a room. related
1: On a related note, my mother has started watching Orange is the New Black because wow. she, got, she got Netflix wow. for the first time. So what does
0: she think of all that lesbian she, prison sex? She
1: actually, she said, she got through season one and she said, look, I think it's a really good show, but I wish they'd lay off that lesbian stuff. I really, I just think, you know, we get it, guys. We get it, and it's getting a bit much. I hope that, that, you know, moving forward, they sort of back off from that. I was like, well, keep watching. It's a good show.
0: To be fair, Game of Thrones has really dialed back on the nudity and the sex. They have, like, a little bit. Well, a
1: little bit, although not not quite. Well, so, we did well, see yeah. a bit
0: of Cersei nude this that's episode, true, yes. which we don't know if it was a body double like the like. The yeah, I'm not sure. One. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. It didn't seem like a body double. Mm. But anyway, anyway, enough of my mother. I do want to try and suss this out with her, if she is indeed, because I want to try and do a podcast with her. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The reason I bring that up is because my mother has also banned my dad from watching Orange is the New Black with her.
0: (laughs) Oh, so you can watch it by himself. It makes
1: makes her extremely uncomfortable if he's in the room watching.
0: I totally get that. Very strange, very strange. I totally get that. Well,
1: because my wife and I watch it together. Like, it's not...
0: But you're... It's a different age group. It was a different
1: time. Well, no, I kind
0: of feel like... I don't, you know, I, f- I feel like you, you maybe have spent your life with a person yeah. and then if you're watching something like that, it might reveal something to you about them <laughs> that you're not ready for or more, actually more apt, it might reveal something about you to them True, that you're not really ready for. I kind of sometimes TV watching is a bit private. Like there are certain shows that I prefer to enjoy
1: just That's by true. myself. That's true. Yeah.
0: You remember, we used to have big Doctor Who
1: Yes, viewings. Here yeah, absolutely. In, this, in, in this, this
0: very room, the very
1: room we're podcasting from,
0: and they were great fun. You know, it was awesome. back in the sort of Tenant era, start of the Matt Smith era. Start of era. the Matt Smith era. Yeah, we'd have um, forty people crammed into this room, and it was, it was awesome. like a really great experience. Mm-hmm. And I find I watch Doctor Who by myself, and it's just it's not the same. Now, granted, some of the stories in more recent series maybe haven't just held my attention, but there's something about, and maybe it's because for me, I, I, I came to Doctor Who later in life. I was not yeah. a young Doctor Who fan. So for me, like the crowd's energy was,
1: was part of the really part of the appeal. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I do wonder, um, and I actually would love to watch Game of Thrones with... A bunch of people. In Mm. fact, I really think, I don't know how we could do it, but it would be great to actually watch it with you one night and, like, record ourselves going, you know, oh, my God, or actually record what we do or maybe live broadcast it or something. I don't know how we'd do that. Mm. We've got a couple of weeks to figure that out. Um, Better probably work on that. Probably shouldn't. Probably had over a year to think about it. That's but, it. Yeah. But the point is, I've got to then recap, so I'd have to go. Okay, then, Stu. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you Please leave immediately,
1: so I can get to work.
0: Bye. Mm. So, um, but I really feel like that would be quite fun. But I don't. Yeah, totally. I don't mind watching it by myself. It's you know, it's how I watch it most of the time. But um, something like Sex in the City, for example, mm. I really like watching that by myself.
1: Yeah. That's no, kind totally. Of like, yeah, yeah. That's your that's your thing.
0: Also, because I kind of feel like I'm friends with them, so <laughs> if other people are around, I'm like, guys, I'm hanging out with my friends. So yeah, if you can, just understand yeah, quiet. absolutely. Because Carrie's about to make a very witty shoe pun, and I don't want to miss it because <laughs> I've only seen it like seventy times before. Anyway. you imagine
1: that there's like a fifth personality type the Natalie. <laughs> <but> <laughs> you're like, finally enough. I'm actually more of a Samantha, but...
0: <laughs> no. I wish I had Samantha's confidence. Um, no, the Natalie is like literally the fifth wheel in there. <laughs> hey guys, I, um, I have cats at my house and I don't fit into any of my clothes and you guys are all like a size eight. How does that work? How- <laughs> can we go to the hot dog festival <laughs> i can't afford manolo Blahniks. <laughs> that would be me with the sex and the city girls dun, 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 um where were we the list
1: yes that's right we were Your doing list. that weren't we um okay I'm so, so sorry no, no no
0: i feel now that i'm having gone on that digression yes. i feel now more on track Absolutely. And can I just say that Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better Podcast <laughs> sent me a message after last week's podcast and said, I'm pretty sure that your podcasts would be about half an hour long if you just left out all your midlife crises. <laughs> and I just and look, had to laugh because
1: he's not he's not wrong.
0: Absolutely not wrong.
1: But so would it be as fun? <laughs> I don't
0: maybe. This is <laughs> maybe, maybe this is the feedback that we need. Keep it on track, guys. Keep it on track. Sure. Talk Game of Thrones. So, go back to your Speaking list. of talking
1: Game of Thrones, on my list. So, the next thing I wrote was that uh, uh, Cersei's beauty tips. Uh, so, she had a plan, uh, and which I didn't catch. And I, I immediately noticed that she was wearing a strange shade of lipstick. Yes. In that scene, I for whatever reason, Didn't make did the not leap. twig right up until she actually kissed Tyene. And then I was like, oh, of course.
0: Once she started talking about all the ways she thought of to kill her, yeah. I was like, oh, I know what you're going to do. makes sense with the, like, I put it together. At yeah, time.
1: no, no. I, it took me right up until she kissed See, her. See, normally yep. the
0: position's know, are in reverse. I know, I don't know what not was going I'd on Normally I'd be the one limping to that conclusion. <laughs> I feel kind of proud now.
1: Um, I, I then wrote uh, the Queen of Thorns bows out. Oh, uh, so that's we'll the last we that. see of Lyanna We'll talk all about that. We'll get to that. Um, John and Danny finally meet, which we've talked yes. at length about already. Um, Tyrion's bad plan. Uh, some of his yeah. sisters. Some of his sisters' uh, bad planning rubbing off on him for some reason. Uh, and then Bran's back.
0: Oh yes, I forgot to write yeah. down Bran. I found th-
1: it was really interesting the switcheroo they did with Bran because they they deliberately sort of set us up. To, to think, think Arya's Aria. coming back.
0: Absolutely. And then
1: you think, oh, it's going to be Arya. It's going to be great. And it's like, oh, it's Bran. And he's like, he's
0: literally turned into the guy from American Beauty. Yes. Who yeah, yeah. plastic bags. Just, um, I am existential. I see everything now. Actually, so. I had a couple of people today leave comments on my Facebook page and Patreon page about how Bran is. Actually, no, I think it was Barnes. On Cheeseburger Gothic and um, Jessica on Patreon both saying that Bran is like that emo kid who goes to study philosophy (laughs) in Germany or something and he comes back and he can't talk to you now because life is pointless and you don't matter. (laughs) And I was like, yes. He just, everything he said and the way he talked to Sansa about, oh yeah. yeah, hey, sorry about that whole thing where you were like, you know, like horribly physically Married to a used, monster and like, yeah. you know,
1: got tortured. Yeah, and- sorry
0: that happened to you. Yeah. Like right here when you're in your nice wedding dress and you look so pretty.
1: <laughs> like you look
0: so pretty. Didn't I tell you? It's sort of all happening right now. Like I'm watching this right. So creepy. <laughs> Bran.
1: Yeah, it's not great.
0: did Mira teach you nothing while well, she was
1: <laughs> lugging you? Did drunk. we see Mira?
0: Yeah, yeah. We, there was a shot of yeah. her? It was just a glimpse of Mira. Yeah, and then like
1: brushed off. Having like, turned up next she's to She's done her job. I would not be surprised if we never see Mira read again.
0: We can't the not way see Mira because I've written her a song now. The so. way Well,
1: I, 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 I did hey, like that.
0: Mira. <laughs> Ooh, Mira. <laughs> see, I, you know what? I was glad that that occurred to me because I was trying to write another version another song because someone said to me last week you've got to write a song every recap now (laughs)
1: and
0: I was like I look I can't you never want to shy
1: away from a challenge no
0: it's not that it's I don't want to I don't want to force it you know I don't want to force it and I was trying to write a song for Elena,
1: right
0: which was I don't know if you remember the Lily Allen song titled F.U.
1: oh yes I would yeah I do very
0: very much I was trying to. It's real. It was really tricky, and I was I wasn't getting it, and I was really frustrated. And I had to stop and sort of move on to another part of the recap because it was just yeah. taking too long. And then, um, Mira just came out, and I just got to going, "Oh, hey, Mira!" And then went, "Oh my god, a song just occurred,"
1: <laughs> and I was
0: so glad because I went, "Oh, this one." I can write this one. This one is coming it. It, coming yeah, to yeah. me, whereas the other one just was not, not working at all. So I yeah. ditched. It's I, a, bang. If
1: it's working, working. Don't, Elena don't doesn't need it. a
0: song that wasn't working for her. That's it. She's exactly. too epic. She can't be summed up by a little ditzy a little Lily ditzy. Allen song. She needs probably Shirley Bassey or something. <laughs> Woman of Thorns. No, that
1: Or like a Wagnerian epic.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk, Elena. Let's start at the beginning. Oh, yeah. wait. Wh- wh- I need on. to what's, do my Let's
1: do your list.
0: Okay, remind me, we're going back to Olenna. So, yeah, I started with butt stuff. Sorry. Uh, Danny John, brooding on a cliff. Brooding on
1: a cliff. It's crazy. I mean,
0: stuff. it was like he was in a darkness film clip or something. Was, <laughs> can somebody make that gif or that little video thing? I just, I believe it, thank God. It. And it's just Jon Snow. I couldn't even. And then to, for Tyrion, oh. So I just wrote Tyrion Sharp AF. Because everything he he just had so many good lines. It was a it
1: was a good episode for Tyrion. He's been he's been in the background for a lot of it. Well, he didn't speak at
0: all in episode one. He had a few good things last week, but this week was just back to back on form. form. It's great stuff. Um, I then wrote Davos awesome because he he Davos and Tyrion just had such a lovely um, tempering effect on the Danny John meeting. Yeah, and even Davos who was being quite. Typically Davos, you know, yes. sensible and stuff. They go, I know him, he's taken a life for his people. And then John's like, <laughs> like <"Hey, laughs>
1: Dude.
0: Look, they're already having a hard time with the White Walkers yeah. believability. Let's not, angle. let's not
1: talk about how I died and came back to life. Yeah,
0: just shh. Um I forgot to mention Varus and Melisandre, I should have written that down, oh, but I forgot yes. that.
1: Yeah, completely forgot that.
0: And the other thing that happened that I really only kind of glossed over in my recap was Theon. Like we saw Theon be rescued yes. by Brendan Cowell, of all people. Lots of people were saying to me, did you see Brendan Cowell? And I didn't I didn't notice that that was him. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I the Australian not actor. Get.
0: Yeah, another Aussie okay. getting up in Game of Thrones. He literally Great. came up and said, if you'd tried to save Yara, you wouldn't be here, and then turned his back and walked away. That was Brendan Cow. That was Brendan Cow, apparently.
1: Oh, okay. So I'll go back let's and hopefully you can not see like it wasn't like a lookalike situation where you talk about Euron McGregor, like
0: no, no, no. Literally, it was Brendan Cow the actor, the, act, yeah. the
1: Australian actor. Yeah, apparently. Oh, he's in, okay.
0: He's a salty sea dog now in Game Fair. of Thrones. Why not? Hey, I'm <laughs> up for it. Um, I then wrote Danny. Well, I wrote D- dragons because I just thought of that with... <laughs> John and Daniel Yeah, that
1: awesome, on the deck. that awesome sh- shot of them. And
0: Miss and Day just standing there, going, mm-hmm. mm, "Dragons,
1: yeah, yes." Good, aren't they? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not scared of them. Been living around them for a long time. Um, Danny's speech fierce. She had that wonderful monologue where she talked she about her being bought like a broodmare and sold and raped and defiled, and it was really great. And it really mm. made me think about how. They both were coming to that meeting with very determined... I mean, I don't think for John it was about power, but for her it was about power. It was her going, no, 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 my identity is my power. That's what's kept me going. Yeah. And by you saying that you don't acknowledge it, you know, screw you, pal. And and so for Tyrion then to go on and explain to John, it's not a reasonable thing for you to ask that she just turn around and give you, you know, weapons to fight magic, crazy zombie dead men. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Um, I wrote Cersei Lipstick. <laughs> uh, I then wrote, well, I, I, I get a little fruity sometimes in these rapid fire rounds, but I wrote <laughs> Blowing Jamie. Sorry. <laughs>
1: sorry. Well, actually, yeah, we can, we can talk about that. <gasps> that's definitely a... Yeah. And
0: there's an inter-
1: yeah. the, the interesting character beat, which I have thoughts about.
0: There was beating involved, and that's for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Euron McGregor had to include yep, that awesome. I was so when that finally I finally cracked it and I was like oh my god I've solved a riddle of the universe who has he been reminding me of Euron McGregor and then I wrote Tricky Jamie um in reference to Jamie and the March on High oh, yes, yeah, yeah, with the tallies and with
1: Bron ta- and Bron also Brons there just
0: back and
1: also Bron is there
0: also Bron is there and finally Olena. but just before we get to Olena, I did wonder and I didn't put this in my recap but I was wondering how how is that Going to be if Bronn and Tyrion meet again,
1: that will be interesting, won't it? Because, because yeah,
0: Tyrion and Bronn were kind of you know bromances. Were, yeah, that was
1: that was the whole that was the big bromance at the start of the series.
0: And now Tyrion's got a new master, and Bronn is still a sellsword but working for Jaime. So working how, for the Lannisters. I mean, I fully intend. I fully assume Bronn will just go for whoever pays him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I you know. <laughs> Be disappointed if he changed character. <laughs> if he had a Jora style, oh my god! I didn't mention Jora. Oh Jora, yeah, we
1: did. Hey, Jora totally got about Jorah. cured. We definitely to talk about Jora because I am starting to think that I might be forced to eat crow on a, on a something <gasps> because there on is the, on Azor, the Azorah high, high theory. theory. Like I mean,
0: oh, I the show
1: the show is keeping him around and. Look, twice, I still don't. I twice. still don't think that he's going to be Azor High, but the show is keeping him around. That they could have killed him off at multiple points, it's, and they have. It's not. It's pretty
0: amazing that Sam, a newcomer to the world of the Maester, managed yes. to cure this incredibly difficult and advanced case of greyscale <laughs> overnight by this by how it looks, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, you know, the, the show and,
0: and Jorah's like, oh, I just <coughs> messed it up, yeah. I just uh, had a bit of peace and quiet. I just thought that did it. Yeah, no. I don't. <laughs> He's trying to be so nice and not let Sam into it. Like, <laughs> the it's Maester's like not an idiot. One hundred
1: percent knows what happened. Like it's fine.
0: <laughs> Just say he helped me, and I'm really grateful to him. Yes, exactly. And in fact, I would like to make him my my next heir. <laughs> I,
1: I want to take him back with me to Dragonstone, so he can be like the Maester for, for Danny. Danny. Yeah, she doesn't be...
0: have a Maester, actually. She doesn't know. No.
1: I mean, she has Varys, but he's not really a maester. That's no, he's a not a maester at all. a different thing entirely.
0: Uh, Missandei, I guess, maybe has some skills. She's a mm-hmm. advisor and a translator, but she strikes me as a kind of resourceful girl who probably knows how to bandage something up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Olenna, let's Olena. start with the end. Yes. And <clears> gosh, aren't we going to miss her?
1: We will. Um, Dame Diana Ring.
0: Dame. Queen.
1: There yeah. is nothing like a dame, and she is amazing. Like she has been amazing, just every time she's been on screen, even when it's been for tiny moments, it's just
0: oh, incredible. She rules, it. You, you, she rules you, you, it. Yeah,
1: you just you forget that she's like this incredible actress who's mm. been around for years and years and years. I
0: saw her live once. Did you? Yeah, in the <laughs> Hollow Crown. No, it was get this. I think it was years ago, probably the early two thousands, that they did a tour of the Hollow Crown, which is a. Um, it's a production that's kind of a combination of a lot of classic, mostly Shakespearean right. monologues and a few scenes. And yeah. um, it was Diana Rigg, Derek Jacobi, right. um Ian Richardson, yes. who's freaking amazing. Yep. Derek Jacobi, stunning. Yep. Diana Rigg, obviously. And Donald, um, and I've forgotten his last name, Donald Donald, Donald.
1: Sutherland? No, not Donald. <laughs> no,
0: not, neither of those Donalds, but another Donald. I think he has since died. The other three are still around. I can't remember. But anyway, they were all freaking genius. And we got I got the last two seats. We were in the very back row of the Lyric Theatre in yeah. Brisbane. So the very, very I'm not joking, like the wall was behind us yeah. in the balcony. And it I could still see the spit from Derek Jacobi's mouth as he was doing a particular Shakespearean dialogue. Yeah. Just amazing. Like <laughs> just to see four incredible Proper British actors, yeah, just proper
1: Shakespearean just actors doing
0: the Shakespeare and do- and and yeah. Ian Richardson did an incredible. Um, I think he was playing Horace Walpole, who was this incredibly bitchy queen critic, right. Back in the late like sixties, seven- late late seventeen hundreds. He's the one who referred to Mary Wollstonecraft, who wrote the Vindication of the Rights of Women, yes. Mary Shelley's mother, yeah. amazing, like basically founder of modern fe- feminism. Um, he basically referred. To, he was the one who referred to her as a hyena in petticoats. and petticoats. I think there's like a group now that call themselves hyenas and petticoats oh, course, after yes. that. But he was this bitchy queen literary critic who just right. hated women, and you know, anyway. And so he was doing a scene as him, and he was just, you know, they would go from playing these incredibly, str- you know, like I will not be silent to then this like no, you know, just ah oh, yeah. Ju- oh. <laughs> That's kind of like my acting porn, you know? Just yes, exactly. Watching, just
1: watching people at the height of their talents. Yeah. Just selling the crap out of I them. saw
0: Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen.
1: I am so jealous that you got to see that show. Waiting for Godot yeah, when I was in New York. Apparently amazing. Well, right. the
0: thing is, I don't like that play. Right. You know, I've never been a fan, but it's like, it's Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I'm yes. just going to go watch them do whatever. That's it. Exactly. And it was so good because they played it as mates. You know, often I've seen... The waiting for Godot and they're kind of antagonistic towards each other, but this yeah. one was so friendly and yes. so loving.
1: Just because they obviously and they are home. obviously yes.
0: friends, and that translated and it just it made the whole play make so much more sense to me yeah. that they were just these kind of slightly put upon, yes, ridiculous figures as opposed to arguing and you know so and in I mean Patrick Stewart is good. I've, I've previously seen Patrick Stewart in Hamlet yes. in the UK when David Tennant was playing Hamlet. Again, extremely jealous you got to see that
1: show because apparently that that show was amazing. But
0: you know who was the best in that show? (coughs) Who? So David Tennant was great. Patrick Stewart was fine. But um, Oliver Rice Davies is his name and he was in Game of Thrones for like one scene. (laughs) So if you go way back to the start of season two when Stannis was doing the whole flaming thing and converting to the Lord of Light. Yes, yeah. And he's—I think it was his maester. I think he played his maester, and he tried to poison Melisandre. Yes, and she drank yeah, the yeah, poison, his, yeah, that guy. And then she made him drink it, yes. and he drank it, knowing that he would die. And then she didn't die. That was Oliver Rice Davies, and he's freaking phenomenal. He's just one of those English character actors you see in yeah. heaps of stuff. And he played Polonius, and he was just right. hysterical, <laughs> hysterical, everything. And Polonius is a great role, but he just. It, it was one of those things where you go and go, well, David Tennant is clearly going to be my favorite here. And then you walk out going, no, that old dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Who. Sorry. <clears throat> that old dude. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's my – they're my kind of major British people that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I think that's all. Wow, I'm just really bragging now, aren't I? That's <laughs> – if you're still well, listening, I sorry about that.
1: I so thought you were, we're going, going to sort of tie that back in at all. But. How
0: was I tying it back in? Diana Rigg.
1: Diana Rigg, exactly, The yes. point
0: was she was amazing in mm-hmm. stage in The Hollow Crown. She did monologues and it, it's that power that she has as an actor. And totally, she, yeah. You know, and she has, she, like, I think her, her in her youth she was really well known for being in The Avengers and she was a Bond girl and yeah. she had quite a 60s mod funky career, but yeah. she's got this incredible stage Charisma—that's what she brings to Game of Thrones. One hundred
1: percent, yeah. Especially when you consider, like, she's she's covered from head to toe. It's just like her it's face just her poking face. out. Yeah, and she manages to own every scene that she's in. Mm. It doesn't matter who else is in there with her; like, she's always the center of attention in a scene. It's incredible.
0: Was there any other end for her? They, how, how
1: do you mean, like, like an alternate?
0: As in, could she out, ever or? have died?
1: Just swinging a sword or something. No, 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 no,
0: no, no not like that. <laughs> but as in just sort of, could she have had a peaceful death, like a, a, a death by natural causes? Um, you know, particularly since she...
1: No, I, I think I think she definitely was going to go out playing the game. Yeah. Um, maybe, like, I mean, in a different...
0: She'd given up. She, she didn't care about her life anymore. She, yeah, exactly. She existed only to get revenge on Cersei for killing her family. That's it, yeah. So she didn't really care what happened to her. She's seen it all, done it all, whatever. Yeah. Move on now. That's and fine. It's,
1: and it's funny what she, because she draws the comparison to House Reign. Like she mentions yeah. that she quotes the Reigns of Castamere. And uh, House Tyrell is gone. Mm. Like House Tyrell doesn't exist. And in fact, it will probably uh, be because the Tarlys have thrown in with the yeah. Lannisters, it will now be House Tarly of Highgarden. Um yeah, That's how if, it's going to work now. If, if
0: they move there, I don't know because they have their own seat or whatever Oh, they, they
1: do, but I mean, they they would now be the lords of Highgarden, the wardens of the wardens of the west or the east. east. I forget which how that works. Something. But wardens of the east. Um, I just
0: thought there was a the... warden of the north, south, east, and west, but it turns out there's a lot of wardens. I yes. think In the books, there are a lot more wardens. <laughs> you're the warden of this small creek they, they that deliberately... runs for 400 meters yes. between <laughs> this point and this point, and you're the warden of that bit. It's a very important bit. So be good.
1: Be good about that bit. Um, Yeah, no, I think it's... I don't know if there would have been any other way that she would have gone out. My name is Sam,
0: and I'm the warden of this corridor in the (laughs) castle. I've been the warden of this corridor for the last... By royal appointment. (laughs) By royal appointment uh, for the last 27 years, and I haven't left it. This is my (laughs) toilet. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think that was funny. But anyway, yes. (laughs) Jamie, I, I found it really interesting that that followed. You know, we saw Jorah being cured of his disease, his infectious disease, and then that's yes. the language that Elena used to describe Cersei. And She's Jamie, a disease
1: that she set loose.
0: Jamie, and and she said that you know you love him. You really sorry, you love her. You really do love her. Mm. You know, you're a fool. You're a fool. Yes. And she'll destroy you. She's a disease. She'll spread. She'll infect you. And he was kind of like nah, probably like he. He's kind of a semi-tragic figure. He,
1: he is, and I, I, I find it—I find it fascinating to see. But, but having said that, I feel like the show did a lot of work over season two and three, and even four, um, sort of making him into this redemptive arc. And then for the last couple of seasons, they've really just hit the reset button on it for a lot of it. You know, he like, he can never like go to the back. point where
0: he hasn't regrown his hair. No, he's lost that hand. Like, but lost that youthful swagger.
1: But he's definitely you know, you got the sense that he was becoming distanced from his sister. Mm. Like he was thinking, instead of being 100% in love with her and and thinking that the, you know, sunshine out of her ass, to to borrow a phrase that will become relevant when we talk about Euron again. Yeah, sure. um, The, he's...
0: You are my sunshine. sunshine. (laughs) You make me happy when there's a great joy.
1: (laughs) But, um... So you know he's been on this arc but then they, they really wound back a lot of that. He's just been like by her side unquestioning for a lot of it. Now obviously we're building to something there. Mm. But I wonder Seven Yeah, well, you know. Nine. But what the show's been really I feel like the it's it's undone a lot of the work that it had done in previous seasons. Oh, okay. And taking him back to a place where he was just unquestioningly doing a lot of her But
0: I think we've discussed this before, where is it just pure proximity to Cersei? Like True. You know
1: That's it. And, and he even tried he she even has in a this, magnetic in sort this, of this uh, episode he sort of says, Oh no, don't what are you doing? Don't do that and then, you know, kinda of gets into it. Yeah. They... <laughs> well somebody tried somebody on the page
0: today actually tried in terms of that that sex scene, tried to sort of say, Oh, isn't this a bit of a double standard that back when um, Jamie and Cersei had that I guess for want of a better term, sex scene in The Great Sept after Joffrey died. Oh, yes, and it was yeah. kind of sort of Jamie sort of forced it. And oh, yes, okay, someone was yeah. saying, well, isn't this just double standard because he wasn't into it and then she sort of forced it. And I was like, well, I feel like it's slightly different contextually because they weren't like right next to the body of their dead son. <laughs> and also I feel like the fact that Jamie had sat down, taken his hand off. Yes. Like he literally <laughs> Can't get a better metaphor for I've washed my hands of the day, you yes. know, my day yeah, yeah. is done, yeah. than taking off your golden hand and having a sip of wine with yeah. the other. I felt like he was kind of a, oh, no, I'm tired. I'm not really, no, okay, I can't really stop, you know. are <laughs> the boss.
1: Yeah, exactly. Quite literally. Yeah. Um, but, Woo! you know, hey. I, I thought that
0: was, I that like was very,
1: that was really interesting too that they drew the parallel between Cersei getting, Complete and utter revenge on her enemies, and then being so worked up that she immediately rushes to Jamie's chamber yeah. and jumps in. Yeah, I think you know, hey, we have all been there. Like that's
0: okay. <laughs> had,
1: had immediate crushing revenge on okay. our enemies, and then
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, what was that we were saying earlier about watching shows of people and them revealing, and revealing something, something about, about themselves? You don't
1: but you know, but I feel you know, like I just
0: got a new insight yes. into Stew, and wow.
1: But like in that, You've got that character, <laughs> that character beat was very interesting. I thought, it, like, no, it
0: definitely was, and it kind of ties into what I felt was that like masculinization of Cersei. Yeah,
1: where absolutely. she's taking
0: on the masculine role, sure, in the country. Mm. You know, she's assumed kingship, queenship, um, and she is the dominant partner now. Yeah, well, if. Maybe always, but I don't know. But certainly now she's dominating Jamie in body mm. and soul kind yep. of thing. So, yeah. And, um, well, what about the pink lipstick encounter?
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, Valeria? that's, you know, I mean, I, I said it before, like I, I did not twig. Like I instantly picked up that she was wearing lipstick. Yes. Just instantly, I was like, oh, that's weird. Because they
0: don't. In The, the yeah. makeup on the show is so good. Nobody is ever, because I watch it a lot, I'm like, how do they do the makeup so they just look so non-made up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: you, excuse me, they never look like they're wearing lipstick or eyeliner. It's mm. it's incredible. Unless they're someone like a Dothraki who are constantly freaking eyeliner or Euron who's got the guy liner on. <laughs> you know, but the Dothraki, it's very much like a coal sort of decorative yes, yeah, yeah. type. You just... Mm. You know, they would do it for r- ritual, but even Cersei, as queen, has a very pale face, and you know, yes. so it's all—it's all just clever, clever TV makeup. Totally. So when you do see someone with very visible pink lips, but I'm trying to remember if if Alaria had lips that pink when she said farewell to Missella, I don't remember her having the really pink lips. Yeah, no, I
1: don't think she did. Although, although having said that, you can always explain that away by saying it was a a side effect of Kyburn having to reverse engineer yeah. what what was... Yeah, that's right, because he's
0: the tricky... He's yeah. such a... He really is like Q, isn't he? He just got he a is, solution yes. for everything.
1: Poison lipstick?
0: Poison lipstick, yeah. This one? He's so Q!
1: <laughs> Giant
0: crossbow. He's Next like, he's like evil, gonna have a, evil Q. He's going to have like Cersei's chariot.
1: His name with starts me. with Q.
0: I know. I made that point in my weekend said, last yeah. week. This is the upside down Q. He's, he's, he's got the... You know Cersei's carriage with a bulletproof back and a laser. <laughs> and it turns invisible. You know, turns <laughs> invisible. Thank you, die another day. <sighs> that was worst not a good Bond film? film. No, yeah, that was not a good. Well, it depends on if you count "Never Say Never Again,"
1: which that's you fair. shouldn't
0: because it's not canon because no, it wasn't. That's right. The cubby, the cubby broccoli brand. Mm. Um, but look, let's not get onto another James Bond <laughs> tangent, or I'll get in trouble. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that was—I mean—that was a brutal way to take down Ilaria.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really interesting that they had the threat of the mountain just sort of yes. standing there for the whole thing, and you—and th- like the way, like this sort of the sort of show that Game of Thrones is, you could picture a number of different ways that mm. scene could have gone, and I think it's really interesting that Cersei and the show. Both went for the poetic, yeah, sort of
0: revisiting your crime on you,
1: yeah, like like she she went for the poetic justice rather than the brute she force went for what would
0: She for, went for what would hurt the hardest and the longest as a mother. Yes, absolutely. She has which you, I mean, forgotten. it's diabolical
1: what she did, but oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: But at the same time, you, I'm she could of like have
1: easily them about is fair play. Yeah, exactly. Like she could have easily sicked the mountain on them, and she didn't. Yeah. So, you know.
0: Which would have been more painful, but as she says, the pain would be over quickly. Yes. And she didn't want the pain to be over. Remember how when the scepter, at the end of last season, after she blew up Mm. the great Sept and then she had the mountain just say, he is your god now. Shame, shame. And just left her to be, (laughs) you're not going to die for a long time. Cersei's really keen on torture and, you know.
1: Yeah. And making sure that- Elongated death processes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
0: Euron though, what about Euron striding into um, the Red Keep? With Euron
1: you? is just a lot of fun. And I like <laughs> I like him. I think it's problematic that the show has introduced him this late. I think it would have been good to introduce him a lot earlier, so that he didn't come out of nowhere. Like he just sort of appeared last season, and he suddenly he's this. I they tried to
0: do that with Balon, and
1: yeah, I mean, it just I don't know. Like like the show the show has always struggled with the Greyjoy stuff, and I think. You know, suddenly he's a very important character and it feels like it comes out of nowhere. Having said that, I love watching him. Like I, I think the actor's great. I think he's he's fun, horrible, evil in a way that Ramsay never was. Yeah. Like the Boltons were never as flamboyant he doesn't, and, and, and he
0: doesn't make my skin crawl like Ramsey. Yes, exactly. He just exists on yeah. a He's just a horrible bastard supervillain yeah, type
1: that's plane. Right. Exactly.
0: Um, he's a lot of fun
1: to watch, and he's a he's a swashbuckling, he pirate, he really Loves
0: to uh, bring the, the lols to Jaime, doesn't he? <laughs> he
1: does, and that's, that's one of the proposed, things that I love about him. He
0: proposes to Cersei, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I accept." When the war is over, will the war ever really be over? We'll always be fighting somewhere. <laughs> she's not going to marry him, which is a very
1: a very Why does uh, he strategic it? move from Why does Cersei. He I like that. It? Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's happy. He's fine. He's, he's causing trouble. Yes. I, love, I love the shocked look on Jamie's face when he talks about that. <laughs> yeah. at all.
0: What is she like? Hard, slow, or a finger up the bum. I said it. I said it. It had to be said. <clears throat> That's a line from That's the show. That's a line from the show. You're quoting, am, from the show? quoting from the show. I didn't write that. I didn't. But hey, tell you what, I spent a lot of time crafting some really <laughs> you know, I feel like some quality.
1: Some quality butt jokes. Some quality butt
0: jokes, right? And every one of my recaps is like, oh, great recap. Nobody sort of singled them out. And I feel (laughs) like, again, maybe that's people don't want to reveal themselves (laughs) as the kind of person who wants to give you a tip of the hat for that butt joke. I mean... (sighs) In flagrante directo, Stu. I was really proud of that.
1: That's a good one. That that is a good, that is a solid joke. That
0: was a moment that I had for myself (laughs) when I looked at my life and thought, wow, (laughs) I've got four cats and I'm writing butt jokes. (laughs) It was always going to end this way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Thank you for those little nuggets, Game of Thrones. (laughs) I don't mean nuggets in a gross way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to temper your language. We're in the downstairs area at the moment.
0: Everything is coloured now. Everything is coloured uh, by urine. And that colour is
1: brown. (laughs) Uh. It
0: doesn't stop. Singer after singer after singer. (laughs) So, yeah. um, But Euron's a lot of fun. He's yeah. fun.
1: He's he's a fun character. I he's like I like watching him on screen. The What's actor's. That happen good.
0: to Yara? Because she wasn't killed. She was just kind of paraded about. So I guess he'll take her off. She's in,
1: she's in a dungeon somewhere, and, and yeah, like something will happen to her. I guess. I hope um, they don't just kill her off. Or I mean, they could be saving her for a redemptive Theon arc, where he comes yeah. back and saves her. And I think I feel you know, like
0: Theon has to kill Euron.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely being. I mean, sad. I
0: hope that Yara does because she's a very strong, forceful woman. Um, <sighs> yes, but in terms of story arc. Redemptive things. I yeah. think the Theon thing is more likely. Absolutely, yeah. But what's he going to like? Where's are they going back to the Iron Islands? Where's he going to be? In well, the
1: this way? is what I mean. Like again, they made a point of showing the boat picking him up, yeah. so he's got something else to do. Yeah. yeah, that was the
0: Carpathia that came chugging past. Sorry. Except it'd
1: be like if, if Jack pushed Rose off the door <laughs> said, I'm getting on this. Bye. Never let go. Woo! <laughs> Later, bitch. Woo! I've known you for literally a day.
0: <laughs> Before we move on, what, what did you make of that? Cersei had this servant who answered the door. To say the Iron Bank of Baravos guy is here. Yes. Oh
1: yeah. Um, um, who? looks like Genghis. kind of a weird yeah.
0: goth girl or something? It's really odd. Like all her staff now are dressed like her.
1: Well, she's she's branding Cropped. she's a branding queen. This is know? what I mean. I look,
0: <laughs> all the all the female staff, like Shay and all of Sansa's assistants, were always sort of beautiful women in flowing yeah. robes, and now they're all wearing like her robes are becoming more and more black and kind of out there. She's got hmm. more and more icicles kind of growing on her <laughs> shoulders and chest. <laughs> And her assistant had cropped, was a woman with cropped hair and wearing all black.
1: Well, I so, wonder I wonder if it's just a way of the show indicating, because often what would happen in medieval cultures is that whatever the queen or the king, the monarchs, the, the royal family was doing, that would become very fashionable. So
0: are all the so chicks So I wonder if King's Landing have now. all
1: gone, gone the pixie cut.
0: Gone the Circe the turnip, apparently. Yeah. That's what she calls her wig. The I was Cersei art- turnip. They call it the turnip, her wig. <laughs> or she calls it the turnip. I was reading an article with her. Um... But, yeah, it just made me go, that's odd. That looks very mm. striking that a, that's her, sort of her look. But it was yeah, a totally, yeah, yeah, And then she just goes, oh, we're just going to need some more sheets in here. Wow. Did we wreck those sheets?
1: <laughs> well, I thought that was. T- just that was- me
0: and my brother over there.
1: So I'm the queen
0: and that's my brother. <laughs> that's
1: my brother. And we just yep.
0: wrecked the bed sheets if you get Destroyed what's going yep. on. Like totaled. <laughs> Woo. Um, that's risky. Well, I mean, she... I think
1: it, it shows that she no longer cares about that secret getting out. She does not care. Well,
0: it's, it's She is out. the queen.
1: It's out. Yeah. She's the queen and she doesn't have to hide it anymore. But she kind of does. But she doesn't care. She literally because doesn't she care.
0: Because she has no... I mean, the whole reason she's queen or she... I guess she's kind of clinging to queendom. She was queen of Robert, but then her children who were the legitimate heirs are not... A, yes. Not legitimate. But...
1: She's the queen now, so who cares as true, far true. as Cersei's concerned? True, true.
0: I liked the little iron bank scene.
1: Yes, it, um, it was interesting. Um, I,
0: I thought that was really a very political discussion mm. in terms of fi- the, the finances, the structural finances of the kingdom, because yeah. there's all this stuff with Danny and John and right for who deserves to be there, who, right? But then she's talking about who's actually going to pay you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lannisters
0: always pay their debts. Dragons don't. Yeah, that's um, a great line. Yeah, that's a great line. And that, and that the um, you know, teasing out of him that basically, hey, Bravos is invested in slavery. How's that working out for you <laughs> in Slavers Bay, or as it's now called, the Bay of Dragons? Hmm. So, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little scene.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It, it um, and it it set up the end of the episode because she said in two weeks. I'll be able to pay you back in full. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, I wonder how that's going to happen. The answer is they take Highgarden and.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, of course.
1: It's the rich. they the, the, the. Yeah. The Tyrells well, were the richest house in. And in that's West right, because
0: Olenna says to Jamie, why didn't your father take Winterfell when. Uh, sorry, Winterfell. Why didn't your father take Highgarden when the Castley Rock gold mines ran out? Ran out, yeah. Really good point. Yeah. Incredibly good point. They the, all the Lannister mystique is built on this being incredibly rich, but mm. they actually ran out of gold.
1: That's it, exactly. Yeah, um, and yeah, who knows? Reasons? Yeah, I a mean, wis- a
0: wizard did it. I- a wizard
1: did it. I mean, like you know, Cersei. We forget how much of a destabilizing influence Cersei has been. Um, you know, I don't think that Tywin could have taken Highgarden without you know upsetting huge amounts of, of mm. nobles across Westeros. It just true. wasn't a viable option.
0: Yeah. And if it was peacetime,
1: Robert yeah, you was can't king. just, yeah, you can't just declare war on a, on a friendly house. That's insane. Yeah, like,
0: true.
1: you know, but Cersei is the type of person who will blow up a, a holy sept to yep. clear the decks.
0: Listen, <laughs> well, so isn't she tells, she tells someone, doesn't she? I think she tells the Iron Bank guys like, Oh, it was a terrible tragedy. With terrible accident or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a terrible that.
1: accident. And he's like, well, accidents do have to happen from time yeah, to time. Yeah, exactly.
0: And we're like, Louis, nobody's, nobody's being fooled here. No. We all know what happened.
1: <laughs> but but it's interesting that that's how they're selling it. Like, she's not saying... Because, you know, you, we haven't actually seen from the common folks' perspective, what do they actually think happened? You know? Like, and we all thought, oh, well, obviously, like, Cersei's like, yep, I blew that up and now I'm the queen." Mm. But obviously she, th- she put the story out that, oh, there was a terrible accident. There was a store of wildfire mm. was ignited accidentally. Someone, you know, Well, left she the controls down. the
0: media in King's Landing.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. She but she but, but it's interesting the, the that she's not just coming the- out and saying, hey, I did that. Obviously, yeah, the story out there, a, yeah. A, yeah, the story out there is, oh, you know, I, I it was a terrible accident.
0: Yeah, well, she did like, that. Wow, she okay. did that last week when she was throwing down all that propaganda about Daenerys and the dragons. You know, yeah. rounding on the masters and burning innocent people and all that kind of propaganda that she was spewing last week. So it's clearly part of her mo.
1: I'd make a joke about her building a wall, but they already have a wall. So.
0: <laughs> another
1: wall. <laughs> another, yeah, I'll build another wall. It'll
0: be see-through. Yeah. <laughs> How is that Trump going, though?
1: Oh, isn't he, though? I mean,
0: when did they get that new guy in? Was it before we last podcasted, or has it uh, just been... It was,
1: it was literally... Uh, like a couple
0: of days before, maybe. Yeah. And now yeah, he's gone. He's gone again. The the mooch. Yeah, the mooch. The mooch. I mean, they're really just a <laughs> a cast of characters. I don't think... You know, for politicians it, and all that sort of stuff. It's happening.
1: like someone has, like, fired a group of writers and now they've brought in, like, a ringer <laughs> to, to write a, a sitcom and it just isn't it's working.
0: gone off the rails. Yeah, it's
1: just gone completely Is off it? the rails. Because
0: there was that whole thing where he, he got his job with Trump, took off to Washington. Apparently his wife has then decided to file for divorce. Yeah. As she's giving birth to their child. <laughs> and then he texts her saying, oh, congratulations, I'll pray for our child. Uh... That was the text that he sent her. And while he was, while she was giving birth, he was at the Boy Scout Jamboree with Donald Trump Yes. where he was basically, I don't know, trying to get them all to be Hitler youth
1: yeah, in much. front of him.
0: It's just, and then he's, and then he's sacked and it's and like, he's gone. well, he rings the New Yorker and has a rant and then he's, and now he's gone. It's like, what a beautiful time that was. That, <laughs> that 10 days of madness. The,
1: the Scaramucci day.
0: Yeah, exactly. What a time. What a time. But that that sort of feels like a Game of Thrones plot, just being like your wife you while giving birth to your child, and you're <laughs> off with a I don't know something about it. Just saying, I, I mean, I don't even know that the worst character on Game of Thrones would do that, but it, it was.
1: To be odd. honest, like, good on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that I just could. It was breathtaking yeah. to me. It's like, well, look, this is the final straw. I'm look, I'm in labor, but if you can file some divorce papers, because honestly, <laughs> wow, just wow. Yeah. It wasn't great. Anyway, um, Tyrion and the plan—you mentioned it just briefly. Yes. before. Yes. So I mean,
1: Tyrion's plans are all going pear-shaped. He had, he had a he had a whole strategy for taking over Westeros, and two out of the three prongs have so far gone completely.
0: What was the third? Prongs? Hey, well, actually,
1: three, th- all three. Um, because he was—they were going to go back to Dawn, and Dawn was going to march from the south.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the Tyrells were going to march from Highgarden. Euron
0: said pay to that
1: yeah and then um, uh, they were going to take uh, Casterly Rock which they do but yeah. then Euron shows up again in his magic ships and, and kills all the fleet was so, that
0: Euron then with his
1: well I assumed it was his ship because that again his, that is literally flagship. the
0: opposite side I know it's
1: the opposite side of, of the continent where yeah. he was yes. with his ship so yeah, they've
0: yeah. sailed around they sailed all the way
1: around uh, he has magic ships is basically the
0: everyone has magic ships
1: yeah the Everyone. The show is rocketing forward in yeah. a very satisfying way, but to do that we is there's a just, lot of hand-waving going on. Yeah, and we it's, need to... It's really riding up to the line of, oh, I think we need to sort of start explaining a couple of things because, you know, that was 100% you're on yeah, ship. It, I it was, was
0: talking to a work yeah. colleague today who went, the show has clearly decided to just not worry about the bounds of geography <laughs> anymore.
1: And I Which is funny ge- for a season that started with them pointing to a map Yes. To show where everything is. Yeah, this is where we are. This is where Daenerys is. This is where Tyrion but is. Like you,
0: you know, in that map, you clearly fly from one location to the other very quickly.
1: Well, that's right. In the
0: opening sequence, so <laughs> clearly that's like life.
1: But it does set up so they they do um, the the unsullied tape Casterly Rock quite mm-hmm. easily because of Tyrion's cunning plan, and that's
0: all the bits which, which that is we quite saw in the trailer. It's quite
1: funny, like you know, they, they set it up to be this clever. And um, it was
0: clever, like... Diversion. S- Tyrion referred to back in series one or series two about how his dad made him do, you know, yeah. fix the sewers or organise the sewers. And and that was a lovely moment of saying it was too... So that
1: totally pays off. It
0: was too low of a task for my father to do, but I yeah. did it. I organised some routes for some hookers to get in and that's what <laughs> we're going to use. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then they're fighting and Grey Worm's there and he's looking all tough and everyone's like, oh... And then they quote. He even quotes Bronze, like, yes. ten good men, and I'll impregnate, <laughs> I'll
1: impregnate them. the bitch." But yeah, that's that's. But the, no one's there. No one is there, uh, and they've
0: emptied the larders. That's it. And as Jamie says to Elena, "Yeah, they've taken it, but they can't hold it.
1: They can't hold it, and now they have to march across Westeros to meet up with Danny again. Yeah, across hostile territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they are the Unsullied, but they've got the entire armies of Westeros now marshaled against them.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it's going to be a tough slog." But I don't know how much of that we're going to see because,
0: well, theory is that going to be the field of fire. That'll
1: be the, the big battle because They'll you've got Danny.
0: If Danny and her dragons come from, they come from the east, and then the Unsullied come from the west. Yeah,
1: and, and it's it's interesting. Cersei
0: that comes from up through the middle, and Danny
1: actually says in this episode she says she says, "Look, I'll just jump on Drogon.
0: She will does, go doesn't and she? burn yeah. the
1: burn the ships. It'll be fine." Right, And all her advisors are like, oh, look, it's pretty... And and she's very confident. She's like, who could stop me when I'm riding Drogon and I have Viserion and and Rhaegar with me? And her advisors are like, look, all it would take would be one arrow. Yes. And you'd be done. Yeah. You know, like, we're not worried about the dragons. We're worried about you. Yes. But they should also be worried about the dragons. Yeah. Like, it's been proven again and again that they can be hurt. Mm. Uh, I don't know why Danny is so confident. It's very strange, but... Faith? Faith? You she gotta don't... have
0: faith, faith, faith. You gotta have faith, faith, faith. Danny, you know I want your body. Wait, what?
1: Um... Now, speaking of wanting bodies and things, um, John and Danny, a lot of people have been saying they were expecting like a bit more romantic spark. To yeah, happen. it wasn't really there, was it? I, was, I found that really interesting that they mm. sort of, they definitely didn't sort of project that. I wonder if that's because the show knows that they're like aunt and nephew. Oh uh, well, yeah. And is Deliberately sort of backing the, away there, from that. And the
0: thing is there were a couple of, you know, definitive, well, I'm not a Stark and I'm I'm the king in the north and I don't know you, I don't know you, I don't owe Targaryens anything. Yeah. And it's like, oh John, oh. <laughs> wow, this is gonna be awkward when you go back and meet Bran. Because Bran's like, I need to speak to John. No reason. <laughs> no reason. Um, and he'll come back going, Oh wow. I don't... The thing is, though, is that John to me, is not a Targaryen because it's nature versus nurture. Well, He definitely, was brought yeah, up he's, as a star. His still, mother is he's a star.
1: He, he's still Jon Snow. That's the point. Yes, is he that, is. but you know, he, um, he's
0: beautiful. He'll always
1: be Jon Snow.
0: And I read a, um, I think I read an interview or it was like one of those, you know, like, oh, my God, the costume designers just revealed a massive spoiler about Game of Thrones because the costume designer, before the show started, talked about... Like outfits and stuff with the show, and talked about how when John meets Danny, they don't have his um, big cloak on because they wanted him to seem more seem more vulnerable in the presence of Danny. Right, Whereas yeah, he looks sure. much more imposing in his big. He's
1: got that big furry, uh, oh, sexy cape, cloak. Yeah,
0: um, and that was true. He didn't, and I thought that That's was a true. really interesting choice. He came in just this is me, nothing fancy, no big kingly robes or yeah.
1: Looking Just very Ned Stark-like. Like, I mean, it's been pointed out before, but he's basically wearing Ned Stark's costume from season one. Oh
0: my God, he has his hair pulled back he like He has his Ned hair pulled Stark. back
1: exactly like Ned as well. Yeah. Um, so he's got his hair like Ned's. He's got the same uh, outfit, like the same sort of yeah. breastplate, quilted armor. Um, the longer the exact, yeah, shirt. The longer shirt. The armor um, thing. Yeah.
0: Rather than his...
1: He's basically wearing Ned Stark's costume from season one. Oh, that's um, troubling. Which is very... Yeah, I know.
0: That's trouble. Well, and there I, were, and there I were a lot of references. What,
1: and last episode, he, he punches Littlefinger like Ned did. Like, there's a lot of references to Ned going on.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is worrying, did given he? what happened to Ned.
0: Well, and he says that, too. He says, Starks, don't go south.
1: Well, We yeah. don't fare well when we go south. Yeah, it
0: doesn't happen. <laughs> and, oh, God, the other thing he said when they were walking out, there was just so much good dialogue. That's why I loved it. I loved all the words. And he says to... Um, Tyrion says, You know, how does Sansa, this is my wife, does she miss me terribly? You know, and John's like, What? Huh? <laughs> he's like, It was a sham marriage, unconsummated. And he's like, Well, I didn't ask. And like, then he's well, like, Well, it, it was. I mean, it wasn't. It was, shut up. Because <laughs> Tyrion, you know, did quite like Sansa in the end and yeah. he was sort of embarrassed by this prospect of, you know, admitting that. But uh, then he says, Oh, she's smarter than she lets on. And John just is like, <laughs> Well,
1: he's, she's he's starting, starting to, let to let on.
0: And I was like, Yes!
1: That is a great line. But um, the fact
0: that John makes several references to I shouldn't be here or it was stupid of me to come, everyone told me not to, and that's what makes Tyrion believe him.
1: Yeah. Exactly, yeah, but I don't that, know. And then
0: it's... That, oh, God, cat, we've got an invading cat here. Yes, hello. You're very cute. Come here. Do you want to cuddle or not? No, you just want to interrupt my recording. Okay, that's what you want to do because you're a jerk. Go away. Go away. No, okay. Continue, Stu. Please continue.
1: No, I was. I was just saying. Like it was really interesting that Tyrion um, is actually doesn't like he believes John just because he knows that John has no imagination <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. Like he knows he's very a very boring Northman who wouldn't make this up if he didn't think that. Something was happening, so you know it's just it's just funny to see yeah. him bring that to bear. And who
0: says that line? That was a really great line—a failure of imagination. Was that Tyrion or was that that was Olena at the end? I was Olena.
1: Yeah, a failure that of imagination. Was my, my big mistake yeah.
0: was a failure of imagination. <laughs> I thought that was a great line, but that's what Tyrion did not think that he could be—that his plan could go wrong.
1: Well, that's right, exactly. Yeah, he thought it out. He thought because, it out to the degree. You know,
0: like like Danny, they're going by well. I mean, Danny's always been a bit of a rule breaker when it comes to battles. And but
1: that's the problem. She's listening to all her advisors instead of doing what she wants instead to do.
0: Instead of being a dragon. Instead
1: of being a dragon. Like Olenna said. That's it.
0: Oh, but now that puts that whole scene in. Yeah, a, in absolutely. I,
1: I really like that sort of recontextualization. got that.
0: back from Dragonstone all the way back across to yes. again, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't I shouldn't dwell on it. I shouldn't dwell on it. It's happened now would have been funny if she wasn't there but <laughs> they take it she it. sort of arrives
1: she's like oh well this is awkward
0: oh, or Jamie just strides into the room with his bottle of poison and then ah she's not here damn it <laughs> What else do we need to talk about? Um, yeah, well, the the John and Danny meeting. There was that lovely. There was the brooding on the cliff. My God, so good. And then Danny agrees to give John the Dragon Glass, and they have that lovely scene because yes. Tyrion, Tyrion says, "You know, give him something by giving him nothing. You don't care about Dragon Glass yeah. if it turns you out. You didn't even
1: know it was there. Yeah, if it turns <laughs> out
0: to be nothing, what have you lost? You know. Yeah, that's so it. give it to him. Make that compromise. Take a step towards. But being, does that having a more productive
1: relationship yeah, with your ally? Absolutely. But does that mean that She's going to let him go back north with it. Is she, that?
0: Yeah, she has to. I mean, by the shift. I fact mean, I assume that, that was we've got four episodes but... left to get John well, way yes, up to East yeah. Watch by the sea. Or oh no, that'll be
1: fine. Go. He'll get there between scenes. It's no problem. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's
0: so funny because so many people were like, "Ah, oh, John Snow's in the sun. It's so nice to see him in the sun." And I'm like, "You could have just taken his shirt off." <laughs> Look, I'll settle for breeding on a cliff top. That well, I did
1: see. I did see people pointing out how cold is it supposed to be on Dragonstone, because it's pretty far south. But having said that, like you it's know, It's
0: still cold. It's you've got
1: John in his proper like furs and everything that he would wear up north. Tyrion's wearing a light jacket, and Missandei's walking <laughs> around with bare sleeves. Like, I mean, it's just she
0: doesn't have bare sleeves. Doesn't she's she? got it. No, she's got a full. Um, Someone's Missandei's. Outfit is so awesome. It's, it's
1: on point this season, I must it's, say. If
0: Look, if there are any cosplayers out there who <laughs> want to make me that, it's just she's got, like, the belted jacket cut out. Oh, it's glorious. Hmm. But that's the that's the most amount of clothing that they've ever worn. It's the Dothraki who don't
1: have it. Yes, yes, the Dothraki walking yeah, around. I they, guess that's cultural as well. They've got like...
0: slightly, slightly more. they uh, put on a little vest. they put on
1: it, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like in Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, like <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Is whenever the
1: uh, the the historically, uh, spiritual ancestor of Game of Thrones. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> in in more ways than you think, Stu. But he wore a very famously kind of leather brown leather pants and yes. this sort of sleeveless, sleeveless yellow shirt. Yellow shirt yes. But when he went to cold well. climates, yeah. he put on like a brown vest. But it was, <laughs> but still, it was still
1: sleeveless, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was like, well it's that, cold here. I better sh- put it just was so, so you got the arms, you know? The guns are always out. That show out. was great. It was, it was so cool. So <laughs> oh, and Zena, like Zena, when she was in a cold area, would just still be in the same thing, but like with a cloak.
1: Yeah, she'd have just that's a cloak all you need yeah, in the absolutely. old
0: ancient world. Yeah. Got a bit cold? Put a cloak put on. Put a cloak on. Put on yeah. a sleeveless and just another vest. Actually,
1: thinking about it, now that I think about it, um, that's what Wonder Woman does in the Wonder Woman movie, where she's just sort of wearing a cloak over the top of her Wonder Woman. Yeah, picture. she is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Nobody ever thinks about what about feet? What about like thermals? You yeah, know? What that's about right. insulation? And no, no, no. Just Your let her thighs. Get cold. <laughs> like her bum must be very chilly <laughs> in that tiny skirt. I'm just saying. Mm. Um, yes. But uh, I, I just think it was more John comfort, home. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling, Absolutely. Trying to feel good. Just wanting to really look good in the wind, you know. Yeah. Sweepy wind, windswept cape. <laughs> But, uh, yes, they had a nice scene, John and Danny, so I'm hoping that I imagine that by the start of next episode, they will have mined up a bunch of dragon glass and be taking it.
1: Sure, why not? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Time
0: going as it does. Yeah, that's it. The thing is, is that nobody knows where this dragon glass is because it's just John and Davos. I mean, unless Sam said it's on the southernmost point of the island, nobody there knows where it is. How, like, how do they find? I, I
1: just... don't think that'll be a thing. I think they'll—they know where it is. It's fine. Okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll just be like, "Yeah, it's there." Okay. I don't think we're going to get an episode <laughs> with them prospecting. Yeah. Geographical survey. That's it.
0: Beep beep. <laughs> beep, 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 beep beep. It's here,
1: guys. <laughs> They got they got the sieve out like down the down the creek.
0: Bring the d- oh bring,
1: on the, the mother load. bring
0: the dynamite, gonna blow the sucker up. Fire in the hole <laughs> Can I say that's one of my favourite expressions?
1: Just yelling <laughs> Fire it out. in the hole.
0: Fire in the hole I just love it. It's just great.
1: Do you just randomly yell it out in your opportune moments? Or?
0: But, I mean imagine being a prospector or a miner and just being able to say that every day. Like, but how good right, would it right be? Right
1: before you press down yeah. on tea plant. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fire in the hole! Like, it's like saying timber. Yes. You know, who wouldn't want to be a lumberjack? Timber! And j- timber. Just awesome things you get to say in your <laughs> job. I don't have anything awesome to say in my job. What do I say that's awesome? Like, fire in the hole. You say uh, Valor
1: Morgullus every week.
0: We do say Valor yes. that is true, but it's not particularly relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Should I release a secret there? Um, what else do we need to talk about? Oh, Melisandre is back to Volantis, but yes. then says very forebodingly to Varus that- I
1: must die in this strange country. Yes, as <laughs> must you.
0: And he's like- Ew. He looks very shocked. He always has this habit, Varus, of being all very knowing and like- I'm sassy. And then someone will go, ah, but this. And he'll go- Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and look kind of terrified and slightly weirded out. Yeah.
1: And it's, and um, yeah, it's strange. Well, did we ever find out that the, the, priest who like mutilated him, was he a servant of the red God, like of the, of the Lord of light? Oh
0: or... yeah. maybe Cause it was
1: a fire like... thing. Wasn't it? Didn't
0: he have him in a box?
1: He, he got the guy back in a box. Yeah. What had happened to him? Oh, he tortured him and killed him. I assume Like oh, that's the whole point I'm of assume
0: it. Maybe he was still in the box. <laughs>
1: Just keeps on the shelf, pushes some food and water yeah. through every once in a while. No, I assume he uh, had some fun with him and then that guy's not around anymore.
0: I just, I just don't picture Varus as like a sadistic killer like that.
1: Not for most people, but I certainly so. for one specific person. I can certainly think of one thing that he would probably want to do to him. Sure, sure.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not a man. I don't. I don't have that collection of dangly objects so I, I mean maybe that is the sort of thing that you Cersei style want to revisit on your enemy <laughs> um, but I think that kind of oh Winterfell Sansa
1: yes being How a really good ruler is Sansa being pretty good like is much better awesome than i was expecting is she
0: amazingly awesome
1: she's pretty awesome she's she knows pretty about awesome
0: food she knows about supplies she knows about you know how people behave in an emergency hmm. they're not going to take all their food with them we better she get it here keeps now.
1: swatting down little finger it's oh great. god
0: oh that was so good He's like, I know Cersei better than anyone. She's like, No, you don't know Cersei better than anyone. I was like, Well, I just meant to say, oh, that the man who, uh, the woman who murdered my mother, my father, and my brother is dangerous. Well, thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. I would never have thought. My God. Like, and then she eye rolls him. I don't know. Go back. Yeah. Slow it down. She gives the best eye roll. It's it's so good. I tried to cap. I can't. Still can't gif jiff but i tried to capture it in a screenshot yes. it's just her like oh <laughs> but then he goes on he always has to have the last word he always yes, has to exactly, you know yeah. like last week and we were teasing you know she teased him about it but then he still has to go Fake every battle in your mind always in your mind uh but then what does that even
1: mean do you know what i mean I like think like, it's like, about- like anticipate everything but I, I still i'm trying to figure out like He genuinely does like her, doesn't he? Like, he's trying to sort of win her over.
0: I I never know whether it's like, or it's just some weird demented obsession, or... Yeah,
1: because that that feels like something that he's telling her, as if to say, just be careful. Be really, really careful. Mm. Because, like, anyone can, you know, anything can happen. But I didn't get the sense that it was, like, ominous. Like, he's going, anything could happen, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, I'm going to betray you. Yeah, the problem
0: is with Littlefinger It's for me, it's really hard to tell.
1: Yeah. He just always
0: seems to be, you know, saying something. And it's like, is that just... Like he would order his lunch with like, I'll have a chicken pizza. Hold the olives, but no pineapple. Like everything he... Everything is... is Everything is weirdly... leaden with portent. Meaning. Yes.
1: Um, Well, it's it's strange with Littlefinger too, because it feels like as a character, he's been sidelined a little, especially because we... Have since found out that he's been driving so much of the action
0: yeah.
1: in the show up until very recently, and in this season, it's kind of oh, he's just sort of there, and so it makes you yeah, wonder. Like, hang on, something's got to be. What's brewing his there. end game? Yeah. What's Where? it? What's his? What's his final play here? Like, he obviously wants to win Sansa over, but if he can't do that, like, does he make a play for Winterfell? No one likes him.
0: Yeah. Where was Brienne in this episode? Oh, she should have been one. hanging around with yeah. Sansa, I feel, but she wasn't. Maybe it was just too many people given that Bran came back. It was so nice when Bran came back and she kind of sort of stared yeah. at him for a while and he's just like, hello, Sansa. And oh, hey, she just, hey, 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 hey. Hey, life, hey, pointless. And then she and just Mira burst tears is just, and off to and just
1: off to the side. She's just
0: off to the side. But, yeah, she... she They have a nice moment in the God's Wood and she's Mm. like, I'm going to leave now because he was freaking her out. he's like, I'm just going to stay here a while longer. (laughs) I'm just going to tune in and drop out, man.
1: It's so bleak here. Yeah. It really speaks to me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's dark like my soul. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, But he seems to have, like, even just from him coming back, he seems to have taken on a much more. Knowledgeable,
1: yeah. He's become the three-eyed raven, and he's yeah. obviously he's been. We saw like that he's been doing regular like acid trips to to various places. Yeah, yeah. He so he's obviously right. getting in the first better.
0: Episode, he was walking with the giants. In the yeah. Background. yeah, and he
1: obviously he wanted to you know meld with the weirwood tree or whatever. Like that's that's a big thing. Yeah, but he did that thing that I hate in shows where she asks for an explanation, and then he gives the vaguest possible explanation of what he mm. is and what he does like some mystical I'm the three-eyed raven and I told myself I was the three-eyed raven because it's the three-eyed raven it's hard to explain yeah it's you, like uh, it's <laughs> very easy to explain you know like, <laughs> a
0: wizard
1: did it a wizard uh, literally a wizard did it
0: I can see through time and space <laughs> yes and I know what's going to happen yeah because I've already seen it and, it's and I'm the
1: three-eyed before. raven now because the last three-eyed raven died yes. fighting the white walkers yes simple keep it simple for real like simple it. yeah
0: Keep it simple for Sansa. Yeah, it may not be the full explanation. Keep it simple. But then, no need to
1: go vague with that. I'm not sure why they. But that then what?
0: I mean, do you think the Lords of Winterfell will go? Hang on a second. Brand's back, so he should be the king again. Yes, absolutely.
1: And... I think that definitely throws a spanner oh, okay. in the works. Um, I think he can renounce that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he can or not. Well, but- that's
0: what he told Sansa. He said, "I'm not."
1: But that may not matter. Like, like the fact is, he's the last trueborn son. She points it out. He's the last trueborn son of Ned Stark and therefore the Lord of Winterfell. Mm. And technically that undermines both John and Sansa.
0: Yeah. But she didn't seem unhappy about that.
1: I, she almost she, seemed
0: kind of like, hey, you're the Lord of Winterfell. You know, almost like this is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that'll, I think maybe that'll be the wedge that Littlefinger finally gets to use on Sansa.
0: I think that's got a good chance yeah. something there happening of her saying well what, what does Jon Snow really want does he want power but John is even like he said to them I didn't want you, you called me your king I didn't want it so would he renounce it now I mean he tells Danny, I'm not bending the knee to you mm. because I have pledged to my Bannermen that I will protect them mm. and I'm gonna do that so he's gonna keep doing that whether he's king or not yeah he's gonna do whatever he can to yeah Keep the White Walkers at bay. So what do you think we're gonna see next week?
1: Um I reckon Dragonglass? Something big. We're gonna see Dragonglass. Uh we're gonna see the fallout from the Lannisters taking Highgarden and perhaps moving their forces north.
0: When Olena told ja- Jamie that she killed Joffrey, which I think we may have slightly not covered. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Including and, the wonderful line, yeah, he really was a sea bomb. Yeah. He? <laughs> oh god.
0: So good. And Jamie is really, he's done the nice thing by her. He's gotten her some yes, nice, painless yes, poison. exactly, yeah. And then she drops that and I was like, oh, you go. You go, Elena. You drop Mike and you leave on your own terms, you know. She gives that final just mm. dig in. And he can't do anything about it. He just has to leave the room. How is that going to affect her? You know, she says, tell Cersei. I want her to know it was me. How is she going to... What's going to happen with that? How, I mean, there's no more well, like, Tyrells he, to kill. There's no.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's no well, way
0: that she can take out her rage on. High yeah, and, and, and not more. only
1: that, not only that, it also like it. She hated Tyrion anyway, but it removes a big plank of, what of why she, she, of she why hated, she yeah. hated Tyrion because she blamed him for absolutely. Joffrey's death.
0: He did still kill. He their did father, still kill their but, father. Absolutely, you sure, know, certainly. one out of two.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I am interested to know if we'll get more scenes with John and Danny next week. That's I'm true. Well, interested. I mean, surely we'll
1: get a couple, even, unless he, unless he immediately goes north again.
0: Well, they do sometimes have that where they just, just turn shows up places. Up, yeah. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> um, I'm hoping we'll see Arya turn up.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I because think we'll definitely... all of
0: a sudden then you'll have Sansa, Bran, and all Arya. the Starks and Winterfell, and then if John turns back up again. It's like wow! None of us thought this would ever happen. <laughs> we really did well considering to only lose you know, is, yeah. two others. <laughs> That's it's great.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. So. That would be. That would be great to have all the Starks back in Winterfell. That would be amazing.
0: And what will Arya do? Will she stay at Winterfell? Oh, oh I see. Like, do you know what I mean? She's a faceless assassin. Is she going to want to defeat White Walkers? Is she going to?
1: Who knows? I just sort of. Or will will she turn south?
0: Did she?
1: She didn't turn south last week, did she?
0: No, she turned north. She definitely and she turned told north. the wolf, "I'm going home." So clearly, she's yeah. got a, quite a long road to traverse. That's true, exactly. Really yeah. taking her time to get home, but John dashes over to
1: Dragonstone <laughs> and
0: the frickin' Greyjoy army sail halfway around the continent.
1: <laughs> what else? It's fine, not a problem.
0: Anyway, we should probably wrap up this podcast. I think we've covered everything.
1: Yes, I think so. I can't think ah, of... Mention I, that
0: brief Theon scene. Mention the Ironborn yep. Iron Bank of Braavos scene. Yeah, we've done everything.
1: and done it's, everything. it's like, like we said, a lot happened in this episode, but it all sort of happened in fits and spurts. Yeah. And there was lots of lovely, long, talky, uh, talky scenes, which are always really good in Game of yeah. Thrones.
0: All right. People, you will find us uh, anytime you like on Twitter. I'm at Girl Clumsy and Stu is at Disco Stew. Chat to us anytime. Obviously, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash Um, or patreon.com slash Girl Clumsy. And, yeah, just comment, question. People send me stuff. They ask questions. They, you know, whatever. Like, just join in. Join in the discussion. Join in
1: the discussion. We love Call talking to you guys.
0: Um, it's really fun. So, until next week then, yes. a whole new episode.
1: <laughs> the midpoint,
0: the As... Fulcrum. <laughs> the Fulcrum, yes. As we always like to say, Bala Winter is here.